Welcome to the Ketchup Show. It's the Ketchup Show where we can talk about anything that we want. Anything that we want. Anything that we want. Alright, we're not dead. Yeah, we still we still in this in this place. We still up in this beyond. Yeah, we just been living, you know, it's been the summertime. It has been summertime. Um, we're still, I mean, we're not late releasing anything. We're right on track with how we usually are. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's summer. I have felt the need to like put stuff out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm sketching stuff constantly, mm-hmm. like music, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We just had a lot going on, you know, we've been living our lives. It's fair. Uh, what was the last thing we put out? The last thing we put out was um, with Rico. That wasn't the last one we put out. Yeah, it was. Really? It was in like May. I feel like that was forever ago. It was, let's see here. Episode, um, oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was with the Tough Guy Tuesday. And you oh. know, I didn't even listen to that one. That feels longer <laughs> ago than Rico's. Yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. This is episode 21? It's going to be episode 21. We're legal. Yep, we can drink. Blah, blah. And neither of us drinking. We're just drinking some water. Yeah, we stay hydrated. We drink a lot of water. We go through a one... What's our filter called? Water drop? Um, we go through like one big water drop. Like I would zero say... Zero dark 30 or something. Twice a week. We have to refill that thing. We have to refill that thing every day. Every day? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, yeah, every day it's about empty. Yeah. Go ahead. Say it. Every day I fill it up. Yeah. You do fill it up more than I do. Yeah. I fill it up about once every two weeks. But you have to fill it up every day. Every day. <laughs> what did she do? Is she just She's nudging just <laughs> that pillow? <laughs> Bibi's just over here nudging everything. Pillows, toys, anything she can nudge, she's nudging. Yeah. Oh, that's an update. Little thing got her uh, her teeth cleaned for the first time in five years. Yeah, which was good. Yeah, it was good. She had to lose a tooth because it was fractured. Yeah, we didn't know she had a broken tooth. So this is a good warning to if you should probably get your pet's teeth cleaned if the vet says so because you might find a broken tooth that you didn't know they had. Yeah, but then she got really sick. She did. She had some pretty bad diarrhea. That was pretty traumatic for us. Scary, man. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Really explosive. And, um, but she's okay. She's better after a couple of vet visits. And she's kicking. And today she got the okay to go back on solid food. That's right. She's going to be crunching. Yep. Crunching and now crunching she's and munching. snorting. Yeah, she's just all over the place. Um, what do we got going on today? We got we news. We got news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Yeshua, Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh talks about his time over across the pond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he called in. He's just tra- He's just living his life. He's just traveling. That's yeah, traveling cool. with his wife and daughter across Europe and just Europe, right? They're not crossing continents. Yeah. Just traveling Europe, living their lives. Yeah. You'll hear all about it later. <laughs> Pretty cool. Got some fun stories. Bart. 
And I think that's about it besides the news and the BB update. And yeah. yeah, dude, people ask me, um, I feel like I'm at that moment in my life where like people are like, what's new with you? And I'm like, dude, nothing. nothing. <laughs> I mean, work. even like the past, I haven't traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're kicking off some travel here in the next like Yeah, month. we got some stuff going on. I'm going to visit Alex and Alex, who were on the podcast a long time ago. Yeah, they have they a baby. A, they got a baby now. They got a baby. They got to be responsible. And they got dogs that I haven't even met yet. So I got a couple of babies and dogs I got to meet. And we'll be going to Chicago, our yearly Chicago trip. It's about to be fun. Yeah. Did you go last year with Emily? <laughs> yeah, I did. My my yearly Chicago yeah. trip. <laughs> Chicago's just good. There's too much food to taco. There's so much good food. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, yeah. So should we get in? Let's get some news. All right. Breaking news. Well. News ish mm. is that monkeypox has been declared a public health emergency Dude, in the whatever. United States. Monkeypox is a joke. Up to 6,600 cases have been reported nationwide. Some of them have been in children. And there's 26,000 cases worldwide, just to get an idea of like what's happening. And I thought I could give some facts about it because I didn't know anything about it and I wanted to look into it because I was confused about monkeypox. Do you want to learn about it? Let's hear the facts. Okay. <laughs> so, um, big things about monkeypox. So, it's mainly <laughs> spread. It's such a joke name. From, I know. Through skin-to-skin contact. Mm-hmm. Think of it as like uh, chickenpox and smallpox. Not as bad as smallpox. I don't know if it's good or bad compared to I guess to when you pox. say chickenpox, it makes it more real. Because I'm just like, okay, monkeypox sounds silly. But it is real. Chicken, chicken pox, pox is real. Imagine when chicken pox and monkey came. pox is real. Yeah. Did chicken pox come from chickens? I don't know. Hmm. All right. So, you know, there's a cowpox too. The like cowpox is like similar to smallpox, and that's how we discovered the small, how we like formulated the smallpox vaccine, which was the first vaccine ever, um, was what? through cowpox. What does pox mean? Pox. I think it's like, um, like. The little pustules that you get on your skin. They yeah. call them pox. Pox. Okay. That's what. Okay. I think. I don't it's know. Weird. That's my guess. Why do they call them bumps? Like cow bumps, chicken bumps. I don't know. It's monkey probably bu- an old timey. Monkey bumps. Monkey. I got monkey bumps. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, anyways, um, it's spread through skin to skin contact. Um, and I hate that this is like a statistic, but like the biggest transmission is from like male to male sexual contact. That's mm-hmm. what they are finding is the biggest transmitter of this disease, which I hate. I hate that that's what I just feel like we're, I don't know. Does it matter? I don't because everyone, it matters. everyone can get it. Yeah. You know? So like they're saying, oh, like men should like limit their number of partners, which is fine. Yeah. Um, they're like until this is all over. But like, honestly, we all should be careful about who we're having you know, intercourse with. Yeah, I agree. You know, we all should be worried about it. Not, not, it's not just like gay people's fault. You know, that's what it feels like they're saying when they say that. Yeah, that's true. And then more people are going to be like, oh, the gays are spreading monkeypox. You know, they're going to say stuff like that. Yeah. And that's what I don't like about it because uh, that's not true. 
I mean, if that's the biggest transmitter, yeah, that's the that's true. That's the biggest transmitter. But yeah, but it just leads to like stigmas and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm, could they not just say sexual contact? Why do they got it? You know, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. You're giving me a lot of eyes. Well, because like if <laughs> you can't you can't say that like if that's if that truly is the biggest transmitter, mm-hmm. that's the biggest transmitter. Yes, it sucks that it is mm-hmm. uh, a demographic. I just hope it's true. Like gay men, but like yeah, yeah. yeah. I would hope that it's not a targeted campaign, mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. you know, be like gay men are a disease. Because the other thing is, I think in general, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like. Well, maybe game, you know, men are having sex with men. Maybe they're just a little bit more responsible and they're like, oh, what is that? I better go get that checked out. We're like straight people are just having sex with everyone and yeah, not looking at just slang and there's shit all up in there and they're not even doing anything about it. Yeah. You never know. I don't know. That's why I'm like there. You just don't know. Whatever. Maybe it doesn't matter. But that's what they're saying. Yeah. Um, symptoms. We'll move on from that weird little soapbox. Symptoms. <laughs> I like most diseases. So fever, you get a rash. But the biggest thing is like the little skin lesions. And like it's most commonly like down in your nether regions is where you're getting these lesions. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The the like lesions on like the legs and arms actually are less common. Huh. Um, yeah. So if you have any discomfort down there, go to a doctor. Don't just like think it's a pimple or something. And... Uh, Get some muscle pain, swollen lymph nodes, all that fun stuff are goes along with the with the disease. Huh. If you think you have it, uh, your best bet one is to get tested, and the best way to find out how to get tested would be to call your local health department. They will be able to point you to where you could go get tested, as well as where you could go get treatment. Um, right now, that you can take some oral antivirals. Um, you also, they'll give you the vaccine. So there is a vaccine that oh, works against monkeypox. It's, it's for smallpox. Um, okay. You can get the vaccine within four days post exposure. So if you know you were exposed, also call the health department. They'll give you the vaccine if they haven't. And um, if you get up to four days post exposure, it will prevent the disease. But even if you get up to 14 days post-exposure, it can lessen your side effects of it, your, your effects of the disease. But it can be cured, right? Yeah. It's just like okay. chicken pox. It goes away. Smallpox, it does go away if it doesn't kill you. Did your mom ever have a chicken pox party? No. Oh. People would have like chicken pox parties. Yeah. When I was Which is really stupid. Do you think there's monkey pox parties? No. No, because you don't want to get it. And what we learned from chicken pox is like, actually, the people who gave their kids chicken pox were very stupid because now their kids can get shingles. If you never had chicken pox, you can't get shingles. So you have this like lifelong risk of getting shingles now because your mom made you eat a sucker that another kid ate. I just had a flashback to to having chicken pox. I used to have like a chicken pox scar on my on like my lower abs. Where did it go? I don't know. Like, I remember looking at it and be like, that's a chicken pot. I had some on my, I still have one on my forehead, right? Yeah, I can't stop staring at it. I can't feel it. I don't, I don't know. I thought that's where you had like hair ripped out. Well, I did get hair ripped out, but I also had a chicken pox scar. Oh. If it's not there, then that's a 100% sign of 
We're living in an alternate timeline. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I picked the chicken pox. <laughs> oh, it's right here. Oh, okay. I feel like I used to have two. Oh, yeah, the other one's right here. How do you not see that? I think it's weird right that... There. I think we are living in some kind of like comic book, dude, because it is it is just hilarious now that like... One thing after another. I mean, diseases happen, but... And I think it's that we're so connected that things are just blown out of proportion pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But, um... Well, yeah, like, so, like, like, Ebola was considered a public health emergency, and only, like, five people got it, yeah, you know? Okay. So... But, I mean, there's thousands of monkeypox cases. Yeah. Like, a lot in New yeah. York. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, there's this, like, global flu pandemic, COVID-19, and then... And then monkey pox, dude. Yeah, like, it's like one funny. thing after another. Yeah. It's too much. It's a lot. It's And it's scary. Why are we living in this world? I don't know why I'm not taking monkey pox seriously. I mean, I'm not going None around. of us took COVID seriously. We all said it was the flu. No, I took I took COVID pretty seriously. Not in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, definitely. In like January 2020? Oh, yeah, because like <laughs> I, I remember thinking also like no one's bringing that stuff back until like mm-hmm. my partner at the time at work like came back from Chinese New Year and she was very sick. And that I was, was March like, though. I was like, what? There's like a big difference in like what I thought but from January to even February. Yeah. Just like weird. I don't know. I guess like in general, everybody, every single person, no matter what your sexual orientation is, I don't know. Just like, careful. Be careful. Look at, <laughs> inspect people's body parts before you put them on your body parts. Yeah. Ask um, what that little dot is. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, you have a right to know. Um, but you can't like if I'm walking on the street and I rub up against somebody's like tank if, top body. If you rubbed up, it's usually like very close personal contact so like a very quick rub up shouldn't cause any spread it's more of like a long-term rub up like a 10 minute rub up 10 minute intimate rub up (laughs) (laughs) um but it's not impossible because if they had an open lesion that increases your risk of of getting it you know yeah so just be careful don't like touch people you don't know (laughs) especially if you live in a high-risk area yeah. I and remember get the, your bumps inspected. Yeah, get your bumps inspected. <laughs> what? How, how did humans get monkeypox? Um This feels like the AIDS conversation. Exactly. Like did, did, did somebody See? did somebody have sex with a monkey? Well, did somebody have sex with a chicken? No. I wow. think cuz cuz I don't know. The 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 long answer, short answer is I don't know. The long answer is, I feel like things can be spread all sorts of ways. Someone could have been real weird and like ate a monkey raw, you know? That's true. Some billionaire was like, mm-hmm. I want to try the oh, monkey Oh, I need brain. monkey blood. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hmm. So that's that about the pox. That's And it's about as simple as it is, and it doesn't really get more complex than what I said, so... Um. That makes you, it made me feel better learning about it and knowing there's options if you have it, but really yeah. call your health department. Cause if you go into like a minute clinic or an urgent care, they may or may not know what to do, you know, call yeah. your health department. Yeah. That makes me feel good that there's, 
that it's curable. I thought it yeah. was like monkey pox is here and it's not. No, it goes away. A, it goes away. Um, it could it can kill you, and it could probably kill babies a lot faster than adults. So cool. Don't have monkey pox parties. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, up next, um, this is just more of like a funny thing, but it was a news article, so I think it counts. Um, Cracker Barrel posted. And like this offer that they now have impossible sausage and people lost their dang darn minds over it. Like it was like a, they called it a culture war because like people were just so mad that they even offered it. And then other people were (laughs) mad. Like the comments were just absurd. We're like the company had to like release a statement on it and all they did was say why do you care if they offer impossible sausage? sausage but i have i have um i have quotes of the comments i have the comments wait i just want to say real quick they're going crazy though (laughs) um i went there a few weeks ago on my way back from pittsburgh and they now offer like cocktails and beer what at cracker barrel at cracker barrel they offer cocktails and beer and then they had um like a loaded cheesecake pancake. Well, it's weird. Intense. What's it a was, loaded cheesecake? Like it's cherries? Like a, it's like a crepe. No, it's like a like a like a sweetened condensed milk filling. Mm. Okay. Like in the, a pancake. The, the pancake like was loaded. Up. Yeah, the pancake's loaded. Whoa! It looked crazy. Yeah, that's there. Um, they used to be simple. And honestly, their sausage right now isn't good. Maybe it's impossible. Their sausage, it tastes like hot. It tastes like <laughs> um, like spicy hot dogs. It's not good. <laughs> it gives me heartburn every time I eat it. Maybe you should stop going to Cracker Barrel. I love. Why do you pan- keep going there? I I like a I like their hash brown casserole. Mm-hmm. I like a good pancake from there. I feel like when I went there with you, I didn't like it. It's not bad. They have. I just thought it was like, kind of bland. They don't. Ha- yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like it's good, like Amish food. Yeah, it's Disgusting. like good Amish breakfast. I hate Amish food. It's no flavor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here are the comments. We're gonna get so much hate mail <laughs> from the Amish now. <laughs> Sorry, dearest Ketchup Show podcast. Dear Ketchup Show. Well, they'd probably write it in Dutch. Dear Ketchup Show. <laughs> <laughs> The ketchup so shows in. <laughs> oh no, the cracker barrel. <laughs> Can't even hold on. Redo. Oh no, the cracker barrel has gone woke. It really is the end of times. <laughs> and then someone said, "All the more reason to stop eating at Cracker Barrel." Can you read the names of the people that left? I don't have the names of oh. the quotes. Okay. This is not what Cracker Barrel was to be all about. Was to be all about. Yeah. What were they to be all about? Keep it going. Crackers? <laughs> and then people were mad because they were like, relax, Trumpers. Imagine getting upset about a menu option. But then someone said, I'm not a rabbit. I love meat. Lettuce is as far as I'll go. Sorry, read that one again. I'm not a rabbit. Mm-hmm. I love meat. Meat. Lettuce is as far as I'll go. Okay. So they only they don't need any other vegetables. Just lettuce. Yeah. They don't go beyond lettuce. Um. And then someone was really upset and said, "Plant based is the future. Everyone stop eating carcasses and eat plants." Oh and like people God. were just really mad. So they had a green heart emoji. Of course they did. But that's about it. I don't know. Cracker Barrel was like, Dude, "Sorry." This is what this is. I don't know, man. This is like. 
it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's so exhausting. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? Uh, you exactly. don't have to order it. Exactly. And people. It's that just are, Cracker Barrel. But the people think, that are like that are calling people Trumpers too. Like, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Like, you would be offended if somebody like uh, offered like a back the blue pancake or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like just. Yes. And you flaming that it's just like left versus right Everyone's versus so just mad. like can shut just, up. Can we all just get everyone's along? wrong? Everyone's mm-hmm. right all the time. Like it doesn't matter if somebody wants to offer like I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You can offer like a monkey pox pancake. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not gonna buy it because it's weird. But yeah. offer a nasty patty or something like. <laughs> You don't have to buy it. And uh, honestly, it's probably cheaper for Cracker Barrel to get impossible stuff than it is actual meat right now. But yeah, dude, who cares? I just feel like after reading this, like it makes me feel like some people are like Cracker Barrel's my safe space. I can go in there and I'm back in America. I can go in there and buy a John Deere hat <laughs> at the same time we meet in breakfast. <laughs> That's my safe and space. shop my old soda pops I used to drink when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, everyone just gets so mad about stuff and I just like no one can ever win. <laughs> if I ran for office, <laughs> my my speech would be like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. That's it. I know. I, I get it. I mean, it wouldn't be like shut up, but it would be shut like up. just. <sighs> I understand no one's tolerant, but damn, has it been ex- an exhausting like three years? Yeah. People are just so like just. Everyone, yeah, everyone's mad. You're right. Everything you said, I was just about to say again. Um, as long as you agree with me, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, just chill out. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that was just interesting. Has gone woke. Has gone woke. Dude. <laughs> Come on. This is not what Cracker Barrel was Honestly, to be all like, about. Impossible burgers aren't super great. Tastes like, horrible. And the texture is just a disaster, honestly. Yeah. Um, I just think like if if I was, and that may be because I don't know what it's like from that side, but if I was vegan or vegetarian and I found myself craving meat, then I would probably consider eating Dude, meat I'll again. I'll tell you, you know right what I mean? now, the uh, Duncan had an impossible sausage sandwich and it was mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. The impossible sausage is like a hockey puck. <sighs> but it's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I understand, you know, and I was vegan for a little bit, mm-hmm. but my whole thing with current vegan things is mm-hmm. that they're so processed. Yes. So like you get away from, yeah, the meat and everything, but you're eating ultra-processed, high-sodium food. Yeah, that's and, scary. And I tried to do something like a, a whole food vegan like diet, and that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not very fun. So no. uh, learning to like integrate it here and there isn't bad, but uh, yeah. damn. They're going yeah, woke. I don't know. None of our food is really safe anymore. I just think about like, and I do think about meat and how like what what companies feed livestock and it's not when you think about the transfer of energy, it's like in in the wild, like the the plant the the grass gets the energy, you know, from the sun and the chlorophyll, and then the rabbit eats the grass mm-hmm. and, and then the fox eats the rabbit and like all that energy gets passed on and it's like good energy. And then like right now the way the world is if you don't buy grass-fed meat is it's like the cow eats the skittles literally yeah the pig eats the ground up plastic stuff we were yeah hearing about or they're just like the, they just feed pigs scraps 
of yeah, anything. Yeah, that's why I don't I don't mess with um, pork because I know like pigs will eat anything, but like yeah. I don't mess with. And a then lot of we pork eat that. So like we, I mean, I do think I'm eating Skittles when I don't eat grass fed beef. Yeah, yeah, and that's what like <laughs> I mean. And if you eat if you eat meat that's been like from an animal that's like stressed out all the time, it's yeah. not gonna taste good. You have like you ha- and I really like. And maybe it doesn't make that big of a difference, but it has to make a small difference. Like there's got to be more sugar in the meat of that animal or like why does everyone get cancer now? Maybe it's because we're eating trash. Yeah. And I mean, there's butchers. I th- I forget where I saw it. Um, maybe it was, I know like one butcher, maybe he said it, but um, they see like these, these like whole carcasses come in mm-hmm. and they'll see tumors on them and like, Ugh. and they'll cut them off and yeah. they'll like serve the rest of the meat. So it is like mm-hmm. that meat is like infected. You're not eating the infected part, but like the animal had a problem. And just think yeah. about like when you're stressed out, like your muscles are hard. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever lactic acid or something is built up, like that's not going to taste great. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that like we're in a position where we can afford like a little better, like cuts of meat. We can afford mm-hmm. to like go to a good butcher, but yeah. honestly the good butcher, we go to is pretty affordable yeah but like i understand but that he doesn't take food stamps that's true you know <laughs> yeah and i i mean i've i've had meat from like shitty like save a lot and it's yeah. not great so but some people have no choice yeah i understand that some people have no choice and you have to get that protein but like damn dude yeah. is it uh and i will say yeah. i don't like how grass-fed ground beef tastes i think it oh. tastes like butthole i think it tastes great and it makes my stomach hurt Maybe your stomach is just this toxic <laughs> My environment. My stomach likes to like run on Skittles. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but dude, with I all mean, that being said, I will. Uh, I eat pork probably like I'll eat bacon a few times, but like mm. eating like pork pork, I'll do like once a year, mm. and that's only because it's the holidays and I'm Puerto Rican and I can't. I say do no. like pork. Like I like ham. I don't like ham. I do like ham. Bibi likes ham. Bibi loves ham. Uh, um <laughs> yeah can't do it don't like ham don't really love bacon sausage can mm. take it or leave it mm-hmm. uh i love i like chicken and turkey sausage <sighs> i like chicken sausage just so sweet probably because the chicken the chickens eat the skittles what do they feed chickens the chickens eat the skittles now um <laughs> i don't know uh don't know the chickens chickens probably eat, honestly like, they probably eat each other they're like grain fed the chickens eat each other and then get free range do they even get fed Eggs. This is getting mm-hmm. depressing. Let's keep the depression going and let's move on. All right. What's next? Um, get ready for a bad flu season. It's going pretty bad in Australia. And what it's, else is new? <laughs> and it started pretty early. So um, they always say like when a flu season starts early, it's going to be pretty bad because um, it kind of means it's pretty contagious. They don't know yet whether or not the flu shot worked. Um, but... With all that, this is pretty short. Is How? What Australia is only 24 hours ahead, aren't they? <laughs> Why are they living in like a whole nother season? Oh, because they're on the other hemisphere. Is like, it winter there? It's winter there right oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so in our summer, it's But it it's doesn't get winter. like cold. Yeah, but it's still their winter. So that's this is their flu season now. Weird. Okay. You didn't know about that? Yeah, I know. I know about the different seasons, <laughs> but I always I always associate like flu season with like winter and cold and just like dreary and just like you're inside all the time. But yeah, Australia, I feel like their lives don't change. Yeah, well, it changes, I guess, a little bit. Whatever. It's their flu season. Flu and flu season. It's and a flu <laughs> I think it does get a little cold. 
but what they're recommending is getting your flu shot at like actually getting it early this year. So August, September. I usually recommend September, but now I actually might be pushing August. So just uh, just a heads up. Oh, and by the way, my CVS already has flu shots. <laughs> I hope they got it right. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Wait, so I have two wait, more. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, it is a little chilly in <laughs> Sydney, dude. It's seventy six right now. So they're probably inside because they're used to hot, hot. You know, and it's, for them it's cold. It doesn't drop below sixty. Too chilly. They gotta go inside. Okay, let's see for the rest of the month. Oh, look at that. Ooh, it's going to be pretty balmy. <laughs> it doesn't drop below 65, really. That's probably cold for them, though. Like, it's you want to wear a coat when it's 65. Don't say you don't. I want to wear, like, a heavy sweater. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, two more. I'll leave the best for last. Um, speaking of seasons, it is um, python hunting season in Florida. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Um, they're hosting their annual Python challenge. It runs August 5th through, I guess, the 15th because it's a 10-day challenge where um, locals um, sign up. They have to pledge to humanely hunt and kill the pythons, Burmese pythons only. Um, and they have to take a training course on how to do that before they're allowed to do the competition. But essentially, you sign up you do the course you get the okay and then you try to hunt as many pythons as you can and whoever hunts the most and kills the most you have to kill them um you win ten thousand dollars that's pretty cool yeah maybe they should sell that meat to cracker barrel to make sausages <laughs> maybe they should we got python sausages yeah and if you're thinking wow that sounds cruel um it's actually a, apparently a good thing because burmese pythons are an invasive species in yeah. florida and a female python can lay 50 to 100 eggs per year. And that really wrecks with the ecosystem and actually like kills a lot of their, of their natural animals. Yeah. Um, and I know, I think alligators are also an invasive species there. I think uh, they kind of are. They aren't natural to the United States. I think they got brought over from somewhere else. No? I'm pretty sure they're natural to that, to that uh, climate. I thought they were invasive. They're dinosaurs. They've been here forever iguanas and iguanas are a big thing in florida uh, right now like that because they um yeah and they're massive like people mm -hmm. they, they i think they kill them year round because Dang. they like poop everywhere like geese <laughs> and they their poop has like salmonella in it oh. so people get really sick Dang. i can't wait i'm so excited for the future like when the world is like a wasteland mm -hmm. and florida sinks a little more mm -hmm. into the ocean and we're in mega cities and and somehow we fall into this like tribal human existence again and we send people to like the proving grounds and they have mm -hmm. to go to like the florida territory the everglades they have to go to the everglades and they have to prove themselves by like killing pythons and like i don't know and, <laughs> and then they come back after like a month and if they don't have enough pythons like they didn't they didn't like prove themselves mm. like a mad max kind of thing you know <laughs> yeah okay yeah. It sounds cool. I don't think well, we're too far off. We're honestly probably not. Like, sorry, Jedediah got monkeypox <laughs> while he was wrestling with a python and died. <laughs> okay, so it looks like it says spotting native alligators and crocodiles in Florida is common, but if you see a very large, big one, that's most likely not a native one. So it's the big ones that are invasive. How? 
because people bought like you know them illegally and then they set them loose so they're different types of yeah alligators. they're not like the native ones how many different types of alligators are there there's american alligators there's american gla- i want to say a crocodile <laughs> a crocodile is not native to a crocodile Florida. is not no crocodiles um, are not native but if alligators you see a crocodile are. then that's not good um also i read that the pythons can eat alligators they oh, yeah. eat them yeah there's an american alligator and and a Chinese alligator. And then... There's a Chinese alligator. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know. And then there's something that says alligator prenisalis. But I think that it's a picture of bones. So I, I don't know. Chinese alligator. Of okay. course there are those invasives. Oh, there's croc... I think there's crocodiles in the Amazon, not alligators. Then there's not yeah. crocodiles. Yeah. And crocodiles, I think, get way bigger than alligators. Yeah, so if you see something huge, it might be a crocodile, and that's not okay. Crocodile's scary. Yeah, now that's a dinosaur. Alligators aren't as big, but they'll still eat you. Hmm. Oh, my gosh, the American alligator, what's the A stand for? Alligator. I don't don't know what the A stands for, but it's A, and then it's... (laughs) I'm going to try to pronounce this. (laughs) I swear to God... Mississippiensis. Mississippiensis? Mississippiensis. It looks like it says Mississippi penis. Is that where they first saw the first American alligator was on the Mississippi? It has to be, right? And then the Chinese alligator is A. Sinensis. Can you imagine being like a European settler from like New England, right? You settle up there and you're like, oh, I'm going to go down to like the Spanish territory, like Florida. And then you just end up seeing like a dinosaur no i can't imagine that i'd be like wow is that a that's i'd be like that's a dragon yeah that's a fire breathing dragon Hmm. okay this is a hard one the american alligator is native to the united states whereas the chinese alligator is native to china i just read that online (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why it's so entertaining that there's a chinese alligator (laughs) i'm gonna look all other alligators are extinct Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, do alligators eat cats? Yes. Okay. Chinese alligator. What do you look like? Oh, they're cute. Oh, God. They can smell menstruation. Let me look at them. Chinese alligators oh, are way cuter. Oh, looks like a little tiny, small little guy. Yeah, they've got like a short face. Aww. I'm going to Florida in <gasps> November. And uh, it is kind of sad to see, like, the exploitations of alligator. Like, at the putt-putt courses and stuff, like, they're just, mm-hmm. like, in really dyed blue water, and Wait, it's kind of really? sad. What are they doing in there? They're just there so people can take pictures with them and stuff. And you can hear them. They're, like, they make, the, like, the little, like, laser sound. They're, like... They do? Yeah. Aw. It's sad. But um, I've also had... I've also eaten alligator. When did you eat alligator? 2018. When I was down there, did you like it? It's pretty good. It it, it does taste, taste like? like chicken. Oh, yeah, they were like little alligator. But what bites. was the texture like? Chicken. Do you think that maybe they just gave you chicken and said it was alligator? Maybe, <laughs> but no, it did. It did taste it a, a little, little like yeah. It tasted a little different. Interesting. That's oh, pretty cool. This would be BB if she was an alligator. Oh yeah. A little striped. It's got little big thing. eyes. Yeah, bug eyes. Um. There's only a there's it says there's fewer than 120 alligators left in the wild in China. 
that's like nothing. A hundred. Wow. Yeah. That's, they all have to be in like one area. Yeah. It's native to slow moving freshwater areas of the lower. I can't pronounce Dude, that. the difference between the American alligator and the Chinese alligator is like the difference between like the egos of China and the egos of America. Like the American, the American gladiator. Why do you keep saying that? Because it's so close. <laughs> but the American alligator is like beefy, square stance, giant head. Mm-hmm beady little eyes and the chinese alligators like short face kind of cute it's they're like kind of they look smaller yeah they look way it smaller. looks like they only eat like rodents the american alligators all fat and lazy he's like i live in the everglades hmm. i understand why people uh from florida are kind of crazy though like why there's florida men because uh I don't know. Just like the shit down there is p- pretty crazy, man. You get yeah. you got dinosaurs rolling around. You got people driving yeah. real fast when they should be driving slow. <sighs> you got to be careful. Golf courses everywhere. It's hot. It's really hot. It's hot. I yeah. haven't been there in a long time. It's really hot, dude. Yeah, dude, the American. I almost said gladiator. The American <laughs> al- <laughs> alligators have like like double chins. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're like the embodiment of America. <laughs> Yikos. Ugh. Anyways, um, it's python hunting season. So that's, I don't know how we got on that tangent. Oh, right. So yeah. they. So I guess they're not invasive, the, the alligators. Alligators are not invasive. Unless it's a crocodile, then it's invasive. Correct. Okay. All right. Ending it out on a sweet note. Um... Canada's Candy Funhouse, which is a candy brand from Canada, is hiring a chief candy officer. And for 78000 U.S. dollars a year, you could be it. A CCO? Mm-hmm. You taste test through 3,500 products a month. And you can be, it says applicants can be as young as five years old. They are not fucking around. Um, part of the onboarding is an extensive palate training. Mm-hmm. The job's either remote or in person. And How they have, can it be remote? Because so they have offices in Canada. They also have offices in New Jersey. Pretty much what they're going to do is they're shipping you about candy where you're going to taste about 120 pieces a day. And you're going to give your feedback and whether or not you're going to give it the CCO stamp of approval. And, and it, I want to work there. It also says the job comes with an extensive dental plan. um so in other news i am applying for that job i'm sending this job to dustin no i want it well i'm gonna send it to dustin too because he did you really apply i'm going to i just gotta write a baller color cover letter but I, i i gotta think about what i'm gonna say isn't that cool though what a fun job yeah that'd be a cool job um it's a lot of candy i mean it's a big investment but i think i'm up for the challenge and I like taking just small bites of stuff, you know? I'm not a big like, oh, I'm going to eat the whole thing. I just want to taste it. And then I'll tell them how it is. And I already think I have a great palate. Dustin can't even smell. Um, how can he taste candy? That's true. Um, I think that I I wouldn't be good at that job. You wouldn't? No. You don't want that job? Uh, I think that like if it was like sour week, my tongue would fall apart. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I would be ruined. 
but I think I'd have a lot of fun and I think I'd be good at it. Yeah. I don't, I don't eat a lot of candy though. Mm-hmm. I like, I like old people candy kind of like mm-hmm. I got tea berry gum, which like kind of tastes like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. All the candy that you got at the state fair, um, was like old people candy. Well, I got Ethan some Charleston chews for his birthday. Little Mary Jane's kind of taste. Everything tastes but, like dust. Well, I was sampling. I was sampling too. I didn't know what those were. But yeah. Yeah. Those, those sucked. Yeah. My go-to candy is really just like, I would compare like everything to like toxic waste. Like, <laughs> this isn't toxic waste. I don't love san- sour candy. I like a nice chewy candy, but honestly, I, I would give an honest review on all of it. You know, I would take it into account because I know that just because it's not my favorite candy doesn't mean someone else wouldn't like it, you know? But if it's trash, it's trash, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think I could work at like Taco Bell and like their like test oh, kitchen. That yes. would be great. I oh could, my gosh. I yes. could I could definitely work in the pizza industry for the rest of my life. I always feel like I have a pretty good palate and I'd be a really good taste tester. I mean, you worked at Mitchell's. Yeah. You should. And uh, I did taste test a lot. I'm telling you, you should just open up your own branch. I would love to. Or just more. go work in there. I don't really want to be like a m- manager of Mitchell's. Though. No. Just like be a taste tester. I would like to just make the ice cream eat and, eat and eat it. Do it. <sighs> so that's that. Um, if anyone else is interested, I think the application opened on like July 31st. So That's a pretty cool job. It's a really cool job. I really want to do it. I have no qualifications. Though. Like who would, Imagine. who's qualified for that job? Well, anyone? here's the thing is how are they going to hire a five-year-old? I don't know. Their mom and dad are at the Canada's center. got some weird laws. That's yeah, child you're labor. Right. You're right. They can't be the CCO. Yeah. Maybe the article I read was a lie, but it was NPR. Why would they lie about that? I thought NPR could be trusted. Yeah, but I'm sure they're saying, I'm sure they're reiterating what the candy company said. What's That's it called? True. Canada Candy Funhouse? Canada's Candy Funhouse. Yeah. I'm sure they're saying like, we'll hire five years old and then they're going to get sued, bro. Damn. Well, they can pay me. I'm not a child. I ain't no baby. I'm going to write like a candy song. Maybe that'll be my cover letter. Well, let's hear it right now. We'll write something to it. Candy. Give me something sweet and put it in my mouth and I'll tell you if it's good or bad. No, that's (laughs) not good. You know who's going to get it? MC Chris. I want candy, bubblegum and taffy. No. He's already got the, he's already got the, that's the perfect (laughs) song for that job. So I guess you can, you can like submit, I don't know, just like your version of it. As, what's the guy's name? MC Chris. As MC Chris said, I want candy, bubblegum and taffy. And so just give me the job. My name is Sharon Emery and I'm here to apply for this position I'm, you gotta say I'm here to take this position oh. but like I'm not taking from candy a from a baby there you go <laughs> uh, can you imagine how much candy they would ship to our house too much we already like we as adults buy too much candy that we don't eat then that's why we would be so good at this job because we just like little tastes you know okay hmm <sighs> I just think it sounds like a great opportunity. Those are some good news segments. Thank you. A little you. bit of this, a little bit you of know, that. You I really tried to 
to, to we haven't done one in a while. The news has been kind of sad. So yeah, I wanted to give you there a big, go. I just wanted to give you a candy jar of all sorts of offerings. Thank you. <laughs> all right, uh, we got Josh coming up. Yes. Yep. It's gonna be great. You guys are gonna love it. He's pretty I want candy, bubble gum and taffy. Skip to the sweet shop with my sweetheart Sandy. Got my penny safe, so I'm a sugar daddy. I'm a Hugh Cronin, she my Jessica Candy. I want candy. Put it in a pile. Split it with my bitty 50-50 down the line. Kinda like Coast Encounters of the Cavity kind. I'm talking licorice, kisses, talking chocolate smiles. I want candy. Oh no, he's oh, frozen. He's gone. Oh, he's, he's back. back. Oh, I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> dude, yeah. I should have screenshotted it, dude. You, your face was like. Oh, I just had nothing. Oh, he was like all blurry on. Oh like. no. Um, oh. could you hear me when I was rambling? The the last the last thing I heard was you said this shouldn't matter, and that. Oh yeah, and then I just cut your internet off. Um, no, but it was cool to like, see, like you had like snagged a house. You had a pretty sick, like little, like urban farm in the back. Gave me plenty of vegetables. Uh, re dude, Mr. Fix it. Every time I went over, you were like working on cabinets or something, uh, just handyman in your house, dude. And then, and then you pieced out, but I I mean, I guess that was part of the plan, but like, dude, yeah, I want to know like the process, like why? Yeah, why? How long was it in the works that you were just gonna like mm. peace out? Yeah, we've we've kicked it around for the longest, like going all the way back to the college days. You know that this was the uh, kind of like the pie in the sky, the hope, like you know, mm-hmm. let's go and bounce around Europe and uh, go to different places and. We had uh, some tastes of it over the years. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. reached um, an artist residency in Berlin. And so we spent a couple months there and then took advantage of already being abroad and visited a few other places. And then actually prior to that, I've done the remote thing for a long time, right? So like I was a little ahead of the movement that's in place right now, but. Um, so once the company I was working for was letting me work remotely from Columbus, they were based out of Cleveland. I'm like, let's test this out a little (laughs) bit. And so, um, I'm like, yeah, it's cool if I go to Europe. And (laughs) we did it it for a month and a half where we were kind of staying like a week in each place or, um, even at times as short as like three days. Mm -hmm. And it worked fine. Like my, my performance at work was, was great. And then it, mm-hmm. you know, it helped that we were working with a team in Vietnam. So I was able, able to overlap with them, but we got a taste of it. We, we knew, okay, we could do this. So, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to make it happen long term, And then, um, we had actually been targeting like moving to Spain, you know, and like, there's uh, a freelancer visa that you can get. So we were looking into that mm-hmm. and trying to see what we could make happen. And then, um, and then Rachel got preggers. <laughs> and so we're like, oh, well, 
now's not the time just yet. You know, yeah. let's uh, let's hang tight. Um, and so then we said, you know, let let's see what happens. You know, like maybe it, we'll see how we are as parents. Maybe we could do this with a child. Um, pandemic happened, and then during that, and then in that, just the three of us being hunkered down at home mm-hmm. all the time together. We're really like, all right, let's let's just do this. Like when when things clear up, let's get out of here. Yeah. And so that's yeah. when we started. We we knew we bought the house strategically for this you know, you know, just knowing that the market was on the rise. Mm-hmm. Lorraine was delayed to, to 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 catch the the wave up. So we thought it, it was a really at the time you were still buying houses for you know the price of a loaf of bread, Lorraine. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and you know, and it was close to family too. So we said, you know, found a house that was like pretty much just mostly just about all cosmetic things that I knew that I could pick up along the way, or if I didn't really know how to do it, uh, mm-hmm. felt like I could learn it. And my brother lived across the street. My dad was up the road, and you know, we thought, you know. We can turn this thing around, put a few extra bucks in the pocket, work remotely, you know, and just uh, and make it happen. And then um, and that's what we did. And we're here now, you know. Cool. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, dude, what a good long-term plan, dude. Uh, we'll, we'll see how long, you know, like, we, we, kind of, we said, you know, let's see what happens for a year and a half, two years, and, mm-hmm. and go from there, you know, like if there's somewhere out here we'd want to settle down at mm-hmm. uh, or you know if maybe you know we say we, we did it time to go home you know but we know we want to settle somewhere before Chana gets to you know school age yeah yeah how old is she uh, now she's two two okay yeah we were I was like I, yeah. I forget how how old she is dude i feel she's like kill, I, she's killing the game man at two <laughs> yeah, oh she like we 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 let when we left albania we had like a long weekend in krakow poland before we came over to vienna and mm. we had like told her beforehand what we were going to do like in the weeks leading up to it because she was getting really familiar with the apartment mm-hmm. and like our neighborhood and you know going to the bakery first thing in the morning mm. picking up a budak like we would we were prepping her for it, and so you know we took the plane ride, um, had some lost luggage, kept the stuff late. So, the, but we get back to the we we get to the the apartment that we we're staying at, and you know wake wake up first thing in the morning. And so we just rented like a small little place because it was a short stay. So we shared a room with her. We had a we had a uh, you know our own bed, and then she had the like a couch bed pull out. So. Mm-hmm. I wake up and I'm just kind of laying in bed and I look over and she's starting to wake up. She looks around and then she just smiles and she mm-hmm. looks at me. And she goes, Dada, we in Poland? <laughs> like, Dude, that's no. funny. <laughs> no way. No way you remember that. Like you piece it together that the place changed. That's, that's like, crazy. Oh, <laughs> she's loving it. She's loving it. Dude, Aww. she's already like an, uh, I don't know, like a well-traveled two-year-old. Yeah. She's yeah. like, we She's like, Poland, I got bro? this, guys. We in Poland? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what What have the stops been? Um, I know you said you were going to go to Italy and then um, Palermo was like your first stop, right? Well, yeah, that was the, 
that was, we had an initial target of leaving in December of uh, last year, so the end of last year, and we missed that target, and so we adjusted just, mm. I'm a baby when it comes to the heat, and so part of like the negotiating we've done in like deciding where to go is we can't be too far north in the winter for Rachel, <laughs> and we can't be too far south in the summer for me yeah um so uh yeah so we ended up we we chose to go to albania first and that was also just because things had delayed there's this whole balance between uh that we have you have to do some calculation when it comes to the schengen zone so the schengen is for anyone unfamiliar is um a collection of of European countries that have an agreement with each other to be borderless. So once mm. you're in one of them, you could travel mm. to the others without having to cross any borders or get a stamp, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also means that if there's a 90 day limit on your stay within a 180 day period, that's true for all of the countries in that zone. Okay. Um, and so that zone has actually expanded quite a bit. Um, you know, in the last 10, 15 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a lot of countries. And so you have to go in and out if you don't have a visa that allows you mm-hmm. to stay longer. And so based on where we wanted to be at certain times of the year, then we had to then decide, okay, we need to be outside of the Schengen. So where would that be? Um, and so we landed on Tirana as a replacement for Palermo being our first stop because you know, it would border spring and then go into summer. And then it's a really small country, easy to get around. And we can get a taste of um, their coast there because it's right along the Adriatic, opposite yeah. Italy. Um, and then also, they have some really, a really awesome mountain range in the north. And so we said, you know, small country, easy to get around. We can use Tehran as a home base and then do some like weekend trips and hit up the beaches, hit up the mountains, um, you know, mix it up a little bit. Right. Dude. So, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so Tirana, Albania was first. We traveled around Albania quite a bit, and then um, we had a long weekend in Krakow, and then uh, we're here now in Vienna. Uh, we haven't even been here a week yet. How long are you in Vienna? Well, back to the whole... Shangin zone calculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're supposed okay. to be here. We we're supposed to be here two months consecutively, mm-hmm. and then I realized that I screwed up plans for later down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, that we were going to be overstaying our thing. I don't know how I like. Mm-hmm. The Rachel said it was because I don't have ninety fingers on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's pretty good. Um, so I screwed it up and we had to make some changes. So we'll leave for three weeks and go to Romania and then we come back to Vienna for another month. So we're here for uh, a month, three weeks. We're, we're in Romania. We come back for, mm-hmm. for a month and then we go to Zagreb, Croatia for like a month. Dang, that's a lot of moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, um, it, it's more than we, it's more than we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd rather be somewhere for two months, three mm-hmm. months, and then yeah. do weekend trips and that type of thing. But um, 
I get a work finger. Um, so since we're on like the beginning of your trip in Albania is fresh in my mind, what is the mountain dispute you told me to remind you about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, that sounds pretty European. I don't know. So we, we were, uh, this happened at the end of our stay in Albania. So at this point we had about a month and a half under our belt of, um, getting a feel of Albania, like uh, getting to under know the culture. Like we had a uh, we had a language, even though we were there for such a short time, we had a language teacher that we met with nice. um, throughout our stay, just to kind of enhance the whole experience. And um, so we got a good sense of like what to expect wherever we were. Like people were very friendly, super helpful. They're so kind towards children, like, you know, towards Marciana, and, like, mm -hmm. we go up to the mountains, and it just seemed like a different world. Uh, and I don't know if that's, I don't know how many uh, mountain viewers you have, but, you know, like, it, it just seems in general mountain people tend to be quite different. Okay, sure. so is, um, it, is it, like, Albanian rednecks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I describe them that way. Yeah. They were just... It was just very drastically different. Mm. Very obvious. Yeah. Um, they weren't as friendly. Um, they, uh, but it's just so beautiful up there, and it's a small village, anyways, right? So it's the type of place where, like, everybody knows everybody. But it was set up, or it seems like it's set up for, like, they're building for tourism. Like, maybe it hasn't been established mm. for a very long time and so maybe these maybe people are getting used to their lives changing there and i don't know what it is but they just don't seem very happy about you coming and funding their village with uh. your outside money i don't know yeah. i have no clue but anyways so <clears throat> we didn't really have any problems so we have a friend who's albanian and and she you know she has told us that, and and her husband would tell us like, ah, oh, you know, Albanians they love to try to get one over on a tourist, this, mm -hmm. that, whatever. We in a month and a half, we didn't experience that. Mm -hmm. We were all over, you know, all over the country, and did not experience that at all. Uh, but up in the mountains, um, our first morning there, we're like, okay, we're gonna go for a hike, you know. But on the way, we'll stop at this little cafe that. Um, that we saw on the maps up the road. We're like, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll stop there and get something, you know, fill up a little bit and then get on, get, get a move on it. And so we go to this cafe. I asked the guy if there's food and he's just like, mm, you know, I don't know. Let me ask. Not for <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. So he goes back, you know, like, uh, what, you know, we have salad and kebabs and, uh, uh, potatoes and I'm like yeah that works and I'm like mm -hmm. one salad you know one and he spoke his English was good so like one mm -hmm. salad you know one kebab one potato you know we're we're there for a while we're waiting we were some we were a coffee you know we're just relaxing beautiful view and then out comes like two salads <laughs> two kebabs two potatoes no one potato but that was the one thing that came out as one we're like <laughs> 
I'm like, well, we're up in the mountains, you know, maybe like, because we went to the mountains in the south before mm-hmm. that. This is up in the north and down the south. It was like, we were really surprised. We'd go to a place that doesn't, it, no menu, uh, no menu, beautiful view, you know, like they bring you just an insane amount of food. You're telling them to stop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, man, they're really going to get us on this bill. And you're like, but it's not big. It's okay. Mm-hmm. The bill comes in like, that's one meal at McDonald's for mm-hmm. one person. Like, it's like yeah. nothing. Just like, yeah. And then you feel like, yeah. you feel like, oh my gosh, I got, you know, it, it just doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, you know, whatever like it's it's probably just like that even though we weren't even going to eat all the food mm-hmm. we kept we told him no you know we tried to tell him you know send stuff back like no mm-hmm. no 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 and then he just kept insisting whatever <laughs> we didn't even touch one of the kebabs you know i don't even know if we touched the second salad we just shared one mm-hmm. you know we, we weren't trying to fill up all that crazy and then just kept bringing more stuff we kept saying no there's this little kid playing in the in the in the cafe and like he kept which is cool he kept taking Shauna's toys which was fine mm-hmm. we you know we just made sure we strategically got them back yeah um then at one point he like snatched Rachel's sunglasses and he was very clearly either like a son or a grandson or something he was in on the tourist um, trap so I, he's just snatching stuff from us but we're doing our best like it's putting us in an awkward position because you just want to be like can't get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but you can't just shoo away some, you know, somebody's kid or like, yeah, I don't know. And you, the community. Anyways, get to the point, ask for the bill, and he says a number that seemed outrageous to me based on our experience throughout Albania for a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And I just tell him, like, hey, man, I've been here long, you know, I've been here a month and a half. I know what prices should be. Mm-hmm. He very clearly got upset. There's some communication back and forth in Albanian, and then he's like, "Well, what am I supposed to? Know? What am I supposed to do? Like, you know, yeah, I know what I should be charged here." So then he just names a he just quickly names a slightly lower price. Now, obviously, if you're willing to change your price that quickly, mm-hmm. like, you're just making stuff up. Because I asked them, "Give me a write out every item and how much it costs." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's when he just changed the price. I just give him the money, we leave. You know, it was a, it was getting a little heated, so that's when I figured I'd just give the money, let's get out of here. Yeah. You know, before things go, you know, things get any more, you know, unsavory or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a few days later, so we took a shuttle bus from Skoder, which is like the main city in the north, up to the that village. It's like a two and a half, three hour ride. It's it's a pretty gnarly ride. We took the we took the uh the shuttle because I just didn't feel comfortable driving. After yeah. driving in other parts of Albania, I was like, "There's what is I it heard just about like unpaved people. roads and stuff up to the mountain?" That's a part of it, and then it's just these insane switchbacks where the drivers go in the opposite direction, mm. have no regard for human life, <laughs> and there, there's there are no guardrails half the time. If there mm. are, they're smashed from the accidents that have happened there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we took the shuttle uh, just to play it safe, let the local drivers with the experience do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we organized with that uh, shuttle driver to come pick us up, uh, you know, a few days later. So when we were leaving, 
uh, well, actually, the day before we left, we're out for a walk in the village, and mm-hmm. the guy that I had that dispute with is like, you know, walking down the road. He sees us, I see him, <laughs> and I just kind of like I put my hat down a little bit, like put my sunglasses <laughs> on, just turn around, and then like you could see that he recognized me, mm-hmm. and like his countenance changed a little bit. He continues on, but nothing was said there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when the shuttle driver comes to get us, uh, Rachel sat up front. She gets a little motion sickness mm-hmm. at times, so we asked the driver if she could sit up front. And so his son sat in that. It, it was uh, four rows of seats in the back of this you know, shuttle van. And so I was in that first row with Marciana and the driver's son. Mm-hmm. And then the driver's just driving around village looking for anybody else who might want to go to Skoda. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, he's stopping and talking with like all these other locals. And it seemed like, it just seemed like he was upset about something. <laughs> and he's just, you know, going around talking. And it almost is like he's relaying information or like, is this true? Like he's going and like, he gets worked up talking to this person and yeah. then he goes and talks to that person. He's just like, oh yeah, uh, oh, okay. You know, like it was just, it was weird. It took a lot longer than we thought it would. And eventually, you know, this older gentleman, Albanian guy gets in the car and then like a couple other tourists get like way in the back. And then we head off. And um, on the way into the village a few days prior, we stopped at this little like shack along the side of like the winding mountain road, narrow mountain road. And it was like a little cafe almost. I think it was the driver's family. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to the boy and trying to get like information from him, and it just seemed like it was, it was the way everyone acted. Like they they seemed really close together, um, and so it almost just seemed like you know the driver stops there to try to push the family business a little bit, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But on the way out of the village, so this is like this is like fifteen twenty minutes outside of the village. You're already getting elevation back up the mountain before mm-hmm. you go back down, and so this is pretty far out there um he stops right in front of that shack again but this time there's just a white car sitting there on this tiny narrow road and it's sitting Mm -hmm. perpendicular to the road like taking up like a considerable amount of space and he stops and he talks with the driver and you could tell like folks are upset Mm -hmm. like he is not happy about whatever it is they're talking about and then he just pulls forward slowly and pulls to the side of the road. At this point, China's, you know, she's falling asleep in my arms. Rachel's sitting up front. I can't see her face. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we pull over. And the, even the boy seemed upset. And, like, just almost like, I don't know. He opens, slides open the van door and walks over is the guy that I had the dispute with in the cafe. Oh, God. And his arms are folded, <laughs> and he just looks upset. Like, and he, he looks at me, and I look at him. Oh, he, like, he turns, he shakes his head a little bit, he paces back and forth. And I'm sitting there holding China. I can't see Rachel's face because she's sitting in the front, and I'm like, Rachel had to have seen him coming. I'm like, didn't even turn around and give me a warning. Yeah. <laughs> and 
And I'm like, ah, oh, man, now this, now this is something, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm, I'm not trying to get thrown off the side of a mountain over five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, when you say, like, percentage-wise, it seemed like a lot in the moment. Like, you just, we had a, whatever like I, we had a rough night before that whatever i was probably tired and frustrated or whatever yeah. you know so then i was more likely in that moment in the cafe to argue the prices even though i still now think it was unfair mm-hmm. yeah but usually maybe i would just you know let it slide especially when you stop and think about it the the actual value you're like it's not worth it. there's a difference like uh, when you're traveling too about like yeah like what is a fair price versus what is it taking advantage of mm-hmm a tourist like in in thailand like we knew when we were getting hustled but then it's also like it's it's like 50 cents but it's a mm-hmm. big deal to them Nothing. so yeah, yeah but at the same time you're just like dude i'm not a chump mm-hmm. i'm not a chump man and then word yeah, spreads word spreads like if you word. can get hustled like word will spread mm-hmm. that yeah this dude can get oh, hustled. yeah they'll be looking for it <laughs> so, do, uh, so was were they just like spreading word that like you were like a bad egg or something or like well in that moment i had no clue what was happening mm-hmm. but i'm immediately jumping to conclusions yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'm like gosh ah shit like i'm thinking about china being 18 going away to college and like sitting down with new friends having a heart to heart and they're like what happened to your dad you know and she's just like <laughs> Yeah, he got strangled in a bus while holding me over five dollars. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <God>. So <laughs> So we're we're sitting there and as I'm like already starting to think like, ah, hot dog, like you know, like, you're on someone else's territory. Mm-hmm. You're on their territory. You play by their rules. And and you also you should just be respectful. And that's something that we aim to do wherever mm-hmm. we go. And in that moment in the cafe, whatever led to me putting my guard down and, you know, getting upset, whatever, like it happened. Mm-hmm. But now in that van, it was like a reckoning with that moment, you know, like, ah, yeah. I, I may have really messed up. Yeah. Oh, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill anybody over five no. bucks. Yeah. But you don't know at that moment, it's like a butterfly effect thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Right. Because, yeah. Exactly. That little dispute happened in front of, it, it didn't seem like it were, there were any other restaurant guests, but it happened in front of other people that he seemed to know. Mm-hmm. The embarrassment was a part of it. Who knows, right? So mm-hmm. all this stuff's going through my head. He gets in the van with another man. The, the guy had the dispute with was probably around my age, maybe a little bit older. And mm-hmm. then he gets in the van with maybe somebody in their 50s or something. So the two of them are sitting with the elder, elderly gentleman right behind me. And so the van, after a lot of like, seemed like tense conversation in Albanian, the van continues on. And I'm sitting there holding Chana and I'm like, ah. I don't know what to do here. Like, I, I know I could just apologize with the guy, but yeah. like, my pride is like, no, absolutely not. Like, yeah. he definitely was taking advantage of you. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what am I, $5? You know, it, it, it doesn't even matter. 
Um, so after a few minutes, I, I wait for a break in the conversation that they were having, and I just turn around and I address the guy. I'm like, hey, you know, I just want to talk about what happened at the cafe, you know. And he just like looks at me like mm-hmm. almost like dumbfounded. He's like, ah, that was like. Yeah, I want to apologize. And he like laughed, like, oh, it's nothing. And I'm like, no, no, I want to say sorry, man. Like, you know, I stepped out of line, you know, you know, I should have been, you know, it was a misunderstanding. He's like, it's, he goes, yeah, misunderstanding, no problem. Like, and he just kind of laughs, like, couldn't believe that I even, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like apologies in that part of the world aren't very, like, Mm -hmm. it is a very prideful thing for, like, like, Eastern European men, like European men to just be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, he just laughed it off and like we shook hands and then the man sitting next to him, it almost like contextually it seemed like he asked him, what was that about? You yeah. know? And then he says, you know, he explains it real quick and then the man that got on the van, got in the van with him, he goes, bravo, bravo, like almost like, you know, good thing, you know, young men settling disputes, you know, <laughs> yeah. like those beautiful things. So then I heard a lot of talk of like Makina, Makina, like is a common word like throughout the, you know, maybe even though Albanian is not Slavic, but like mm-hmm. throughout the region and in Slavic language, Makina is car or machine, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and so I heard a lot of talk about a Makina. We get to Skoder hours later, we get off the bus and like right, the first thing Rachel and I would, when she, you know, she was sitting up front, we're just like, oh my God, can you believe it? Like, I love that you're going through like this end of the world moment in your head and she's just up front just like bah, 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 bah. and i'm holding my child the yeah. whole time yeah. him out. um and then she goes yeah what are odds like his car broke down along the route like i didn't see it i didn't see it but his car broke down and you know i don't know what all the tense conversation was okay. before that i yeah. may not have been related but you but thought it was about you <laughs> I thought it was about me. And then, he's blocking the road. He's like, I, like, I know you have guy, that guy on your bus. This guy's not leaving alive. <laughs> yeah. So the, he didn't come out of the white car that, that was black, that was, you know, uh, that he stopped to talk to first. But still, it was it was there. I just didn't see the broken down car. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Rachel saw it. You know, the van was real big. The seats were big. I couldn't see directly in front. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, like, did he see me and go, damn, are you serious? I got to look, stay here and sit with this guy that I ripped <laughs> off. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, like I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there eating a piece of humble pie, you know, and I'm like, I, at least I'm hoping in my mind that he was doing the same. Like, yeah. You know, I don't Yeah, know. you both so, have this like, weird, like, cosmic forcing of like you guys have to shake hands it was the universe just being like that like it it doesn't matter just like just a pot like just be humans together yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and i think like the 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 inner monologues i had or or the the thoughts of like the possibilities and the paranoia that kicked in and all of that i think like is a lesson that I'll, you know, I maybe learned long ago, but like mm-hmm. definitely reinforced in my, you know, reinforced in me to, you know, as we continue on to, you know, like bridle my tongue a bit, be more understanding, mm-hmm. be more respectful, and also just brush off any sort of like anything that I see as maybe like 
uh, maybe not anything, but the small things yeah. that mm-hmm. might seem just out of line for me or like over, you know, five bucks. Mm-hmm. Dude, what if that five bucks would have gotten him the part to not break down? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was like, I have to go to AutoZone today. I have to get this yeah, one yeah, spot. Come on, man. I just need five bucks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then, no. Oh, you didn't get it. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Um, How do you... Um, I mean, I would be terrified. Well, one, for the situation, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. like, even... I've been trying to learn some Spanish recently by just, like, going to, like, La Michoacana down here and mm-hmm. just, like, mm-hmm. I'll hit the register and they're like, ba 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 And I'm like, también. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm, I, I get kind of nervous in those situations, but, like, you're going to a new country, like, every few weeks like I, you mentioned you met with like a language teacher, but like, how do you mm. get around? Would you consider yourself like a polyglot or like you just mm. like pick up on stuff or do you just like I read context that, clues? I don't know. I will say that I, I feel like I may pick up on, on language maybe a little faster than, mm. than most people or the average. I don't know. I, I think that I'm inclined in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think at this point, I'm just so used to the pantomime that you know, like the this the the charades that you play, and the mm-hmm. uh, also there's a level of I think you hinted at it, like there's like embarrassment almost that goes with it. You know, you flustered when you're at you know you're trying to communicate, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't speak the language. You're also like, I'm a foreigner, and I'm here in their country, and mm-hmm. like yeah. how rude of me not know, you know. At this point, I've done it so much that it's just like I'm callous to it. Yeah. That I will just let I, I just will play the fool, do my best though. Mm-hmm. But also, like the whole game is a little bit fun of yeah. like, oh, like, and then trying to pick up from those interactions what people say. Mm-hmm. We actually the bakery right by the apartment we stayed at in Tirana. We had a the, the one of the people that worked there she was so uh uh patient with us mm-hmm. that she would even she didn't know a lick of english but she would have us repeat the words she was saying oh that's and have us practice with her while yeah and i'm like i'm pointing to the bread and i'm trying to read it you mm-hmm. know and and then she you know, repeat, and she said it out loud, waited for me, and then, like, did this, like, go ahead, say it, yeah. you know, and then, like, Bakery she helped and me. Yeah, yeah, and then, so, every time we went in there, she, like, taught us something different. She taught us how to say, you know, how to ask for the bread pressed. She asked mm-hmm. us how to, you know, you know, she had us practice, like, thank you, or, or, or asking for, you know, using quantity, you know, when, mm-hmm. when saying what you wanted, and it was, mm-hmm. like, it was so nice about it. Um, and so I think like, you know, when you encounter people like like that, it, it's really helpful, but also yeah. just reinforces that, you know, kind of like a, uh, an overarching theme that like, for the most part, people want uh, visitors to their country the same way as they would want visitors to their home to have mm-hmm. a good experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it takes. I I go through like an initial like panic sweat uh, <laughs> when I get hit with a different language, <laughs> but I do feel like if I'm um, yeah, like if I'm surrounded and I'm just like hearing something, like I get a little more comfortable. If it's just like me going to a grocery yeah. store, I think it's a little yeah. more like mm-hmm. focused yeah. in that energy. So. That panic sweat, I, I might overshare here, but mm-hmm. um, I'm like, speaking of the panic sweat, one thing that Rachel and I both noticed was like the smell of our sweat changed after a few weeks of being in Albania. Weird. Like, and I don't know, I don't know if it will like everywhere we go. <laughs> and maybe it was like, maybe we were eating too much, too many tuners or like, or something I don't know, mm-hmm. but like Rachel's convinced the sweat started smelling like Dooner, like warm. What does Dooner you know, smell like? Dooner's the shaved meat. Well, I get I get confused because every it's like named something different everywhere. But yeah, some people the Dooner. I guess for the Albanians, the Dooner is like the pita wrap, and then okay, I don't know. It depends on what bread you put in or whatever. But anyway. Rachel thinks we started smelling like shaved meat, even though we weren't even eating it that much. Um, and uh, to the point where, like, it was, I changed the deodorant I used because <laughs> it was significant enough that I'm like, this is, Interesting. I need something a little stronger. <laughs> yeah. That's all they're talking wonder, about on the bus, dude. It could be the water because I feel like so sweat and odor, it's it's bacteria. So like it right, could be right. like there's different bacteria in there in the water regionally. I don't know. Oh, they're just eating mm. a lot of donor. Or dude. it could be the food. I don't really know how sweat <laughs> works. You get you just get the meat sweats uh, all the time, the dude. I'm I'm going with the water because we were <laughs> I, we didn't even eat that much. Like if anything, it would have been like spinach. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, we had a crap ton of spinach. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm buying the water, that's for sure. That's my theory. Completely mm-hmm. well, good. unbacked. <laughs> By, anything. By anything. <laughs> um, you said Chana's pretty good about traveling. I mean, oh, she's sleeping in your crazy. arms during, like, a, a crisis. Uh, <laughs> Unfazed. Yeah. yeah. And then... She just wakes up with a smile on her face. Um, <laughs> she had a, she the first week. It was a rough week. Our mm-hmm. first week in in Tirana was a bit of a rough week, and that was I think mostly just she's her her schedule, her sleep schedule is at least was when we were back home was very mm-hmm. tight and, and very precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so the change in the sleep schedule really bothered her when we got over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a week, you know, she, she was like, like nothing, you know, like she mm-hmm. was totally cool with being in a completely different apartment. She would yeah. ask every once in a while, like, we go home and we're like, <laughs> well, home is where we are together. You know, yeah. we, we, we sold the house to another family so other kids can play there. And she was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> what? She's I like, but we're going my, home. <laughs> but I play in my room and we're like, well. You're gonna have a lot of new rooms, you know. <laughs> and so we get to this place, and you know, when we were in Albania, we traveled around quite a bit. So she got some, you know, like she stayed in a bunch of different rooms. Mm-hmm. Like we had a home base that we we had for the, the full the month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she, you know we stayed like Airbnbs, hotels, whatever. When we bounced around, and we got here day one, 
you know, like she claimed her room. <laughs> She's calling it her room. She's got her toys laid out over there, like, you know, like building a wall so of toys. Don't come real, across it. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, she'll run out like if she's like upset or something. She'll go to she'll run to her room. <laughs> and, she's comfortable with with it, you know. And she's seeing so much, getting out exploring. Mm-hmm. She's like, we got her a little scooter. She's oh, sick! <laughs> it's just as much for her as it is. It's just as much for us as it is for her. You know, nice. Uh, yeah. You know, she let. When her little legs get tired, uh, you know she's ready to get picked up. And we're like, hmm, maybe there's a, maybe there's another way. You know, maybe we could put her on, get her a scooter, and make her a real European child. I just see yes. you like oh. whipping it out of your backpack. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So she's been enjoying that. Um, she's having fun. She's having a lot of fun. That's good, dude. That's yeah. I feel like that's lucky, man. I feel like not a lot of kids that I know. Mm-hmm would do that well traveling as much yeah. as you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we definitely try to like, we try to FaceTime family often mm-hmm. so that she's, you know, seeing the grandparents often and her yeah. cousin. She'll, she'll ask about them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so we make sure that, you know, we call as, as often as we can. It's not, you know, not that frequent. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for what we're doing, we're definitely carving out the time for her to do that. Yeah. Are, um, yeah. are you working while you're traveling over there? Yeah. Yeah, I am working right now. So, um, working back with, Ty, you'll be familiar. You know, I think I've talked about them before, but working back with uh, Dave and Oleg, um, you know, doing some project management, um, yeah, and again, there's a team in Vietnam, same of some of the same team, some mm-hmm. other new team members, and then a team in the U.S. So it's like really ideal mm-hmm. to be able to, to overlap the two teams, and, yeah, and yeah, to be able to work with both. So yeah, that's nice. Just the just European worked. connection. Yeah, it just worked out. It yeah. just worked out really good. Um, because I was, uh, yeah, I was just kind of picking up odd, odd contracts and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, things, when it, when it run out, it run out. And then, uh, there was quite a gap though, at the end of us finishing up the house, because at that point it was like, just need the few laser focus, get the house done, get out of here. Yeah. Things, mm-hmm. kept, things kept, uh getting snagged up and stuff like that and i was obsessing over details that i should not have been obsessing over yeah dude um, coming to see you i was like dude i don't know how he's doing anything else but renoing this house to, <laughs> to get gone dude early on early on though back last year man i i should have been working on the house a lot more yeah um hindsight's point of point, but yeah yeah, yeah man I re- cool. totally rebuilt some, I built cabinets from scratch, you know, totally <laughs> gutted the kitchen, the basement, yeah. just that. Like, we're looking back on it, I just, uh, yeah. Sharon, it was funny, like, it was right after my mom, like, ordered all of her cabinets and mm-hmm. stuff. I went over there, dude, and he just had 
cabinets built like <laughs> nice cabinets built that wow. he was like finishing and just like so fancy. the angles and the countersunk screws oh. dude wow I, you know it's, it's <laughs> funny though like i'm proud of the work i did yet at the same time i'm like and I really hope it holds up. <laughs> Dude, my, uh, my dad and my stepmom were just looking for a house. Um, they just settled on one. And it's crazy, man. The amount of people here that are, they realize what they can get for their houses. And mm. they, it, it's like half the houses they looked at were like people started renovations and then dropped everything. It was just yeah. like, we can still get $200,000 for this yeah. house. Like we're out uh it's crazy yeah so weird but dude i saw the pictures of your house when it posted man that looks sick bro thanks man yeah thank you thank you our call is uh, in 10 minutes uh oh i thought i up oh no i canceled that i had to i had to upgrade our google like my google account for um mm -hmm. for new year's eve when we had it because mm -hmm. uh we just had people popping in and out and i did not renew it but yeah, but dude, it's almost midnight there, yeah? That's it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Dang. It is. Yeah, today was, today, was, today was a long day. I started early, and I I really actually finished working like maybe an hour and a half oh before my gosh. we started talking. Oh, it was a long wow. It was a long one, but we got some things squared away, which is nice. Well, that's nice. Okay. So, uh, and, um, so, and what? Oh, I was just saying, and I'm... And I'm hoping to be able to, to finish a little early tomorrow mm. yeah get that mm -hmm. weekend do you have any big plans in vienna for the weekend oh uh, we're gonna we're, we've got um like a self-guide download when you're with a kid mm -hmm. you know we've learned a little bit of like it, when we were in krakow uh we went to um the schindler Factory. It's a World War II museum, like of the history, uh, Polish history in World War II, and mm -hmm. um, we had to go one by one because we knew it's just like Tana would not be able to, uh, to, to, mm. to get through it. Yeah. yeah. So then Rachel posted up at a cafe with Chana. I went to the museum. <laughs> then I go and get Chana go to a different cafe, and then Rachel yeah. go went to the museum. So there's things like that we have to be strategic with. So. You guys are some we're, on we're some like this. Interpol list, dude. They're like they're using yeah. this kid <laughs> as a stopping point. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll 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 do like a little walking tour, the self guided walking tour with mm -hmm. the audio, so that if in any moment you know we could just cut it, mm -hmm. we'll do that. And, uh, you know, Rachel and Tana are going to do a little uh, class at a museum. Um, nice. Yeah. Oh, well. I think part of it just wing it, you know, yeah. go check out, check out the city. Yeah. Nice. And then where's, uh, where's next after Vienna? Do you know? Um, after Vienna, we'll be in, so right now we have planned out, not like totally planned out, but the, the main stays we have planned out, um, through March. So we'll, Dang. we'll be from here. We go to Romania. Then we mm -hmm. come back here for a month. Uh, Zagreb for like a month and a half, Istanbul for two full months, and then Madrid from end of December until March. Cool. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And my dad, this is gonna be rowdy because Kai, you know my dad. He's yeah. a he's quite a 
character. Um, but he's going to make his first, first trip abroad. Uh, <laughs> we're going to meet him in Paris. And, <laughs> and then, and then, then we're going to go to London. And then he's going to come back to Vienna. And Oh, wow. He's making a whole gonna, trip, dude. Oh, and then he's going to stay with us for five weeks and go with us to, to Croatia and, and just and just hang. Cool. So it's gonna be it's gonna be rowdy. I was gonna say that sounds pretty um, rowdy. I'm building up for it. Yeah. It'd be good to <laughs> yeah. see your dad though. Oh no doubt. Yeah. I just, you know, Chad will uh, have a good time. Uh, what I mean is <laughs> things are gonna there's gonna be levels of excitement that <laughs> I haven't been uh that I've been coming down from since I left. But yeah. My dad's rowdy. He's he's uh he's he's a lot of fun. Aww. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna end up with a side job somewhere. <laughs> he's he's not gonna leave like Croatia, dude. He's gonna be like, No, nah, I got a job. I got like, I live, I'm doing this I thing with this now. guy. I live here now. <laughs> I own a cafe now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um oh, dude, that does sound like a good time though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Are you feeling any uh, any pressure from the uh, whole Ukraine situation traveling? Well, not really. Um, I did, even though I, I I don't think it was Russian. The child was speaking. I got to speak some Russian uh, yesterday to a child at the park um, mm. that he was trying to play with China, and China was right. I don't know. What this kid, this kid's coming out a little too aggressively. Yeah. But I, I talked to him a little bit, got his, tried to get his name, and like, you know, he's got a little scooter that he was trying to. Sh- I think he was excited that China had a scooter too. Mm-hmm. He was trying to show show her his. Um, but yeah, no pressure, not really. Um, we were supposed to go directly from Vienna and stay in Krakow for. Uh, or stay in Poland for two months, we were going to go to Krakow in the dance. Um, but family was a bit worried because of how close it was. Yeah, Ukraine. Poland, Belarus, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah you know, Putin mounted up, you know, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of troops along the, Pol- the, the, the Ukrainian border for a long time yeah. before anything happened. But, um, you know, I just didn't want people to... Want family to worry or anything, mm-hmm. so that's fair. Um, that's we switched it up, uh, but yeah, so that that's kind of like the only thing that has that that our plans have been affected by it, and even then, like, like it's not even anything to have any gripes about. So, right on. yeah, dude. Yeah, sure. Um, cool, dude. Well, I'll let you get some sleep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. It's good yeah, seeing you. you. I'm glad to see you're in one piece. Yeah. I am in one piece. Actually, speaking of one piece, let me say one more thing. We <laughs> one more thing about Bania. It's an experience abroad that I did not know or think that I would have. Yeah. Um, so half of this tooth is fake. And that is thanks to a dentist in, in Tirana. Um, <laughs> And he did a great job. What? What happened? Wait, yeah, how did you so even I, lose I, half of your tooth? I, I chipped my tooth when I was like 12. Oh. And so then I had, you know, it was bonded, you know, they, they, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. they bonded it together. And then, uh, like, 
a few days before we left for Albania, uh, I uh, bit into a bagel and no. and it came right out. No. <laughs> and then the first thing I, I like, I feel it and I just look at Rachel and I'm going, well, I guess we're going to find out what Albanian dentist is like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, now I'm back to one piece. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Let me see it. Yeah, I mean, from here it looks great. Yeah, can't even tell. Right there. Looks amazing. Great. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. He signed his name on the back of it. <laughs> he, I, I, I scheduled the visit via WhatsApp. Like, I call him and then he's oh. like, message me, message me. And then, like, I message him. He just sent me a it's picture. Like I'm at a cafe and I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he's just like, Tuesday, 5 p.m. And I'm like, I show okay. up. And the it was the nicest dental office I've mm-hmm. ever been. Honestly, it was it, it was immaculate, uh, yeah. and they did a great job. So yeah, oh, love it. Well, yeah. Now you got a dental connect, dude. I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. You're not walking around like a goof too. Yes, no, <laughs> and I'm in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, good seeing good seeing you too. And I uh, I love. I think I said this, you know, uh, previous time we did a little video chat, but I, I, I love your little, your tapestry behind oh, me. Thanks. Like, yeah. Oh, real quick. Um, has anything come about from Walk With Me? Have you done any more? I, I want to. I, quite honestly, I haven't even edited that video yet. Okay. <laughs> or, I've done nothing with it. I would like to. I, right. I have hopes and dreams of it. Well, we'll yeah. we'll plug it when yeah. we do the post. Yes, we'll do the post. Yeah. I feel so rushed by Google I know, we're right rushed now. under a minute. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, dude. We'll stay safe. Yeah. It was good seeing you. <laughs> Tell Rachel and China yeah. we said what's up. Yeah, in any language Thank you, you prefer. Me on. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, dude. We'll talk to you. Good seeing you, Sharon. Good yeah, seeing good you, Kai. Later. Bye. Adios. Bye. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, Josh, thanks. Yes, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, like, to talk to us. Yeah. I did, I missed, change. um, yeah, man, it was, a uh, dude, it was, like, mid, going on, like, midnight there. Mm-hmm. And he'd been working all day. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so thanks, dude. Uh, yeah. I did miss one question from him that I did end up asking him because I got, I don't know, I think it's, like, when I meet people... It's only happened like twice, but like mm. they've seen where we're from and they're like, dude, what? Like, how are you from Lorraine and you go to all these different places? Mm. Sometimes people stop me on the street and say, Kai, how do you do it? <laughs> um, no, but it is, it's interesting to like see people that are as like well-traveled as Josh and mm-hmm. like go and they're like from Lorraine, the hood, but like, you know, we, people got out and like have this weird like global perspective yeah um and i didn't ask him and uh you know it, it was good that like um you know like he got out he went to college he met other people mm-hmm. started traveling from there uh and then he mentioned that um one of his big inspirations was stick stickly from nickelodeon and what? how he like traveled and he would see like all these like <laughs> crazy things and he was like oh there's more stuff out there so yeah. oh, that was a fun stick-stickly. tidbit i got post interview so that's amazing. Yeah, thanks again. Um, stick. Yeah. 
think this is it. Yeah, that's it. Um, appreciate you all. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll yeah. put out another episode whenever we feel like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Tales from the Chup is just a corner away from us. Oh, so. yeah. Maybe we'll try to put one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this would, this would be August. Mm-hmm. And then we'll put like a precursor out mm-hmm. in uh in September and then it's Tales from the Chup yeah so start thinking about your spooky stories or if you want to write one start writing one yeah and uh yeah sweet alright uh ketchupshowpodcast.com ketchupshow.com theketchupshow.com theketchupshowpodcast at at gmail.com and theketchupshowpodcast on insta yeah and find us wherever you get your podcast I'm sure we're on one of them we're all over everything just like ketchup when you spill it yeah, or like when you like, I don't know, like squirt out the easy squeeze, but then just the dragon breaths out. you. Yeah. yeah, we're like that. Sprays on you when you got a white t-shirt and then you got to go back to the closet <laughs> and then you're late. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. All right. Ya. Peace.